All right, now let's get to some Brewer baseball talk. Got the uh, spring training games going on right now. Brewers have not looked great, um, but they're not supposed to. It's spring training, just getting back out there, getting their uh, getting their reps. Really, all that matters. Um, but uh, we've, uh, I think we have only won two games in spring training, so that's definitely not the most encouraging thing, Tyler. How are you feeling about the, the Brewers free training? Right? I don't know, man. We were Cactus League champs last year. I was hoping to get my second year all Cactus League champ T-shirt. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They don't make those. They should, it's spring training, and no one cares about spring training. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I like to win games, but it's just it, this thing is for the pitchers. And I like to see how the pitchers are doing. And that's that's pretty much it. It's cool to watch some games. It's cool to be jealous and mad about the people that are complaining about the 70 and 65, 60-degree 60 weather in Arizona while they get to watch baseball. But uh, right now, it's it, it's cool, and it, I'm glad some baseball's on. But now it makes me want opening day to come even sooner. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited for opening day. And a quick correction, uh, the Brewers have now won four spring training games after they won today, one to nothing. So I definitely uh, should eat some crow. But uh, Tyler, you said you wanted to talk about a certain Brewers pitcher that you feel is being underappreciated. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about who's going to fit into our starting rotation. And uh, many of you may not know this, but Zach Davies is still on this roster. Nice, exactly right. He's he's such a small, diminutive guy that it's easy to forget about him. Um, when people talk about who's going to be in the starting rotation, everybody loves to just say, well, it's going to be those three young guys and Peralta, Burns, and Woodruff, and hopefully Dallas Keuchel, and then, <laughs> and then Chassin, of course. But I, I just want everybody to take a step back for a second. Zach Davies last year was a throwaway year. I'm not even counting that. He had rotator cuff inflammation. And then when he was trying to come back from that, he had a strained oblique. At any point in the time, you, okay, you're a pitcher. Does rotator cuff inflammation sound good to you? Exactly. That's a throwaway season. Just pretend 2018 didn't happen. Zach Davies is healthy now, and if he is healthy for the remainder of the year, I believe he is going to be a very solid starter, and this is why I believe it. We go back to 2017, and you look at what Zach Davies did. He had a 3.9 ERA. Anything under four is good. That was the upper half of starters that qualify. So, boom, there you go. But looking deeper into what Zach Davies does, his walk percentage is above average. It's at 6.7. His innings that year, 191 innings. That was good for top 20 in baseball. His ground ball percentage is 50%. Why is that important? Well, Craig Council loves to employ the shift. So Zach Davies inside of Miller Park, which is a great hitter's ballpark, if he can keep the ball on the ground and have the hitters hit into the shift, he is going to be a successful pitcher. And to go with the ground ball pitcher that he is, he only allows .94 home runs per nine innings. 
That was good for 12th best in the major leagues in 2017. These underlining things that Zach Davies can do, I think, get overlooked all the time because he doesn't throw 98 miles per hour and he doesn't have nasty stuff. What he does is he mixes four pitches, induces ground balls, and finds the plate, allowing hitters to make weak contact. If Zach Davies can come back this year, give us 175 innings, have an ERA under four, do five innings an outing, six innings every once in a while, and have the runs below three runs for our bullpen, I think he'll win a, a lot of games like he did in 2017. So stop looking past Zach Davies. I think he's going to be a perfect number four starter for us in 2019. Yeah, I'd like to point out some additional stats. That was beautifully said, by the way. Thank you for that. Um, but I'm looking at his 2016 as well. Um, in 2016, this is per baseball reference, uh, he pitched only 28 fewer innings, but uh, he recorded 11 more strikeouts, and um, his walk per nine ratio was, was 2.1. So if you're walking two guys per nine innings, that's pretty good in today's day and age. Um, so that was in 28 starts. He pitched 163 innings, um, and he struck out pretty much one guy per inning. I mean, it's a pretty impressive stat line that he put together in 2016. And then 2017, he pretty much repeated it, only with a little bit more efficiency and a few less strikeouts. But otherwise, I mean, they're pretty much identical seasons. And uh, his ERA in, it was, um, in, in 2016 it was 3.97, 2017, 3.9. I know ERA is a little bit of a dated statistic, but... Basically, it shows how consistent he was through the course of uh, 60 games started. I think I think what Marty's reinforcing there is that Zach Davies is an outgetter. And I think last year, Council did a lot more shifting, and Davies didn't get a chance to really pitch a lot to improve upon that. So with the shifting that's going on this year and his ability to induce that ground ball, and keep the ball in the ballpark, I think Davies is going to, again, be a successful pitcher. And nobody's going to really realize it. But what he's going to do is just kind of guide us to a steady record. And that's, that's all we need right now because we really don't have any studs per se, and there's nobody in the open market that's really that any good. I can have a expose on how – Dallas Keuchel is not the answer for the money he's asking for and how long he wants his contract. I Trust me, he is not that good of a pitcher. He is starting to fall off. But, again, hate to belabor the point, but kind of look for how Zach Davies is feeling this spring training. Is his arm healthy? Is he hitting his spots? I look for him to definitely make the rotation. Yeah, I think he'll make the rotation. I think it's asking too much of those young guys – um, they might eventually find their way into the rotation due to injury or necessity. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, I think it's Davies' spot for this, personally. We'll see what Craig does. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, and that's the one thing uh, that I do love about spring training, especially towards when they have to decide on the rosters, is who makes the team. What's the rotation going to look like? 
That's that's great stuff. Um, if any of the young guys makes the starting rotation uh, between Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta, I think Woodruff probably has the upper hand. Uh, he's he's done it before with some success, and he does have three pitches that he uses. Um, even his third pitch, he uses at an 11% clip. Uh, Burns, he really doesn't have a curveball, something he needs to work on in spring training. He only can use that at a 7% clip, and he gets lit up every time he throws it. And Peralta, I mean, you know about him and his fastball. That's 77% of the time he used the fastball last year. 3% of the time he used his changeup, and 20% of the time he used his curveball. I mean, if his curveball's not on, he obviously can't go to his changeup because he doesn't feel comfortable with it. And then he's out there just throwing fastballs. And I think that's just a recipe for disaster if you're a starting pitcher. I think he could use a little bit more grooming in the minors to develop those secondary pitches. Yeah, I don't disagree. And he looked really good in the spurt last year. Um, he obviously showed he was capable of getting outs with that fastball. And with that being his only pitch. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if he made the starting rotation, but I think you're right that it would behoove everyone involved to put that off a little bit longer and have him toil in the minors and figure out hit some more pitches. And he's still young too. I mean, he's the youngest of the three. He he kind of came up last year. Obviously, we remember the Colorado game. He was a bit of a revelation. And I think with him, uh, with that fastball. It's not he doesn't throw it really hard, but it's a deceptive kind of thing. And he steps, he takes a big stride to the plate, so it kind of throws people off and makes it seem faster. But once once the same hitter sees you know that that it goes up for the third time or the fourth time, he knows hey fastball's coming, and he's seen it a couple times, and he can you know probably gear up on it a little bit better. Exactly. Yeah, I think that does get up the upper hand and. I would have assumed that he kind of had the hold on that five spot or four spot, depending on how it turns out here. But just with how dominant he was in the postseason out of that reliever slash opener or whatever you want to call it role that he was taking on, um, it was a ton of fun to watch. And he seems like he's an X factor. So really looking forward to 2019 Milwaukee Brewer baseball that cannot get here soon enough. And that does it for this week's episode of beer brats and booyah both tyler and i would like to thank you guys for listening uh, we really appreciate it you can find us on facebook twitter we have a wordpress site now um, so just go ahead and google supper club sports and pretty much choose your own destiny uh, you can listen to us on blog talk radio you can find us on stitcher we're working on getting on itunes so um, we're pretty much available anywhere there you can listen to podcasts so thank you guys so much again for listening for tyler elbers i'm marty laments we out